Dear Lord Jesus Christ, I come before you right now. And I ask you to cover me with your Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying for me on the cross. And I thank you for sharing your blood for me. And right now, I declare upon my life and upon all those that I will be with during this hour of prayer. Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21, your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right and whenever you turn to the left. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as we enter this platform, the platform of transfer of wealth, platform where we say the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Spirit of the Lord is upon us. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit is come shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the end of the earth. We thank you for the power, Lord, to enter coming to us. We thank you for the power that is released upon us. Every day, every time, at this time, Lord, we sense that power, we sense that anointing, we sense that grace in Jesus' mighty name. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success Thank you Jesus Christ Thank you Lord Thank you Father Thank you Jesus Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Shalom to everyone this morning. This morning, we are pulling the keys of the transfer of wealth. 
in the foregoing the bible talks about power to prosper it is a good thing to talk about prosperity and to preach about it but the subject of prosperity must be balanced with the subject of holiness so that after we have prospered we will not go to hell fire psalm 84 verse 11 says for the god is a sun and a shield and, and the lord will give grace and glory no good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright the bible says those that walk upright the lord will withheld nothing from them our god is clothed with glory and there is no reason why his children should wear rags it does not make sense psalm 24 verse 1 says the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell in it if God owns the earth and the fullness thereof, and I'm his son, daughter, I must prosper. All the money in the world belongs to our Heavenly Father. If you do not have your own share of it now, perhaps somebody is keeping it for you, waiting for you to grow up before they're handing it over to you. But you will surely get it. The time has actually come for unbelievers to be removed from the positions of power so that the gospel can prosper. Allowing them to be in control of the economy will certainly hinder the causes of gospel. There might be somebody that is holding your position right now. There might be somebody that is holding, holding your money right now. They must shift in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are pulling the keys of the wealth of the kingdom of God. We are pulling these keys today. Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Lord has, has, has made me to move in a level of understanding his anointing when it gets into these wealth transfer, transfer matters. Glory to Jesus Christ. I want to say this again. There are many people that have the keys of poverty in their hands. And until they drop them, there's absolutely nothing God can do to help them. You might be growing weary. I want to tell you there's somebody that is holding your position. There's somebody that is seated on your position. There's somebody that needs to shift. You cannot allow the unbelievers to be in control of the economy. Certainly hinder the cause of the gospel. God is to design his plans that he places first things first. So a lot of people claim that Abraham's blessings are theirs. But I want to find out, are you ready today? Will I allow God to walk through you today? Will I allow God to say to you, I tested Abraham. And then I said he must go and give with his only begotten son. Hallelujah. As much as we want Abraham's blessings, how ready are we? Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. How ready are we to move with that? Oh God, arise and make me a divine phenomenon. Make me a special one. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth.
Psalm 53, verse 5. Somebody go to Psalm 53, verse 5. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Psalm 53, verse 5. I want to speak the scripture right now. Hallelujah. There they were in great fear when no fear was. For God has scattered the bones of him who encamps against you. You have to put them to shame because God has rejected them. Everyone that encamps around you right now to block your position, to block your promotion, to block your greatness. Let their bones be scattered in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh God, I thank you right now. You are not slack concerning your promises in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father of truth, I thank you for you have promised never to leave me in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Today I set aside any evil contention against my life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every distance stolen from my life by the enemy, I repossess it. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Power of delaying blessings. Be caught by fire now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. All graves dug for me. Swallow your digger in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Ancient gate blocking my inheritance. Break in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Evil cloud over my head. Blow away in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Any curse affecting my brain, break in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Fire of affliction, die and rise no more in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We're going to pray, but I want to give you this opportunity. If you are in your house, I want you right now, if you are in your house, I want you to get a key, any type of a key, but I want you to get a key. I'm going to give you something like three minutes. If you are in your house, if you are on the road, I want you to hold the key of your car if you are driving. If you are in your house, you are on the road, you do not have any key, don't worry. When you get home, the anointing is going to be released. But I want you to hold the key. As the anointing is released right now, as we start to pray, the Lord has just said to me, every key that is of evil, it's going to be removed from your hands every key that is of goodness it will be replacing any key but i want you to hold that key i don't want you to let loose of your key glory to jesus christ i want you to hold that key I'm holding my dog in my hands. I'm trusting God for a miracle. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Listen to me. There is a campaign that is taking place all over the world with these pandemics that the Christians must lose faith, must lose belief, must lose trust. There is that campaign. You don't want to be the one that you will reduce 
your faith today. You don't want to be the one that will reduce your belief to God. You are holding the key. As you are holding that key right now, just hold the key of your house, the key of your car, the key, any key that you can find. Because the Lord says, He is releasing the keys. Therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. This is the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 30 to 32. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Those who are coming against you, they shall be filled with fear. A fear like they have never felt before. People of Israel, you will defeat those who attack you. Because your God rejected them. And he will scatter their bones. I believe that their bones, they shall be scattered in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Everyone that rises up against you. Keys of the kingdom. Keys to prosper. They are released upon you. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 10, 16, Saul said to his uncle, he told us plainly, Donkeys were found, but concerning the matter of the kingdom of which souls someone spoke, he didn't tell me. Daniel chapter 5, verse 21 says, He was driven from the sons of men, and his heart was made like this, like animals, and his dwelling was the wild of donkeys. He was fed with grass like oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of the tree. Sky until they knew that the most of the most high God rules in the kingdom of men and that he rest up over it whatsoever you will. I pray right now, every enemy that has been rising up against your life, they will be driven into the grass, they will eat the grass like the wild donkeys, they will fed themselves with grass like oxen until they know that you are worshipping a true God. Until they know that you are worshipping a wonderful God. The book of Matthew chapter 16 verse 19. Matthew 16 verse 19 says, I will give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever you bind on earth, will have bound in heaven. And whatever you release on earth, will have been released in heaven. I believe everybody right now, you have the key in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you don't have a key, don't worry. Just believe that the Bible says in Matthew 16 verse 19, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. I don't know this thing that the Lord will just say to me. Let the people hold something. Because immediately he says to me, but seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
I'll give you keys of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Right now, I thank God this morning because as you are holding the key, you are saying, I'm Abraham's firstborn. Therefore, I will have everything what Abraham had. It's coming to me. I want you to have a faith like Abraham's faith. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are repossessing the keys so that we can be able to enter a position. Wherever you are, I want you to be in prayer. I want you to be in spirit. God says, I am releasing to you a storehouse. The book of Malachi describes what God wants to give the church. Not pocket offerings and little gifts, but a storehouse where great things could be transferred into the um, into the church to be able to use to make a major impact. At the same token, God is describing what he will release to you. He says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food found in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. And if I will not throw open, listen to me, if I will not throw open the flight gates of heaven and pour out so much blessings, that you will not have room enough for it. The point that I'm bringing to you is that the Lord says he's going to open the floodgates that you must have no enough room to keep them until some rooms, they just become a storehouse of the blessings of God. Today, I want you to know that there are three levels of blessings indicated in the book of Deuteronomy 28. In the book of Deuteronomy 28, there are three levels of blessings that are, are, are described. The work of your hand, that's number one. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouses of his bounty to send rain on your land in season and to bless, to bless all the work of your hands. The work of your hands will be blessed. Hallelujah. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you have spoken in your word in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 12, that, Lord, you will bless the work of our hands. Heavenly Father, you said you will open the heaven storehouse of his bounty to send rain on our land in season and to bless all the work of our hands. Heavenly Father, we thank you that the work of our hands, they will be blessed. We shall not work like ants, but Lord, we will live like kings. And listen to me. The second level of blessing, it's your basket. Deuteronomy 28 verse 5 says, your basket and your kidding true will be blessed. Your needing true will be blessed. Your basket and your needing true will be blessed. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Deuteronomy 28 verse 5. Heavenly Father, we thank you that every basket that we have, it will be blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to me. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 15 verse 4, Abide in me and I will in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself 
unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Right now, we want to abide in Jesus Christ. Let me come to the third level. Your storehouse. The Lord will send a blessing on your bands and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord, your God, will bless you in the land he is giving you. Deuteronomy 28, verse 8. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Each one is graduation from one level to another level, requiring a different faith level and vision to be able to, to access such provision. Listen to me. Yesterday, I spent an hour and a half in the evening talking to the children of the house the, 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 the vision, the mission that the Lord said he's giving them for the next five years for their personal lives. And after that, I felt so tired because the spirit of the Lord was so much upon me as I was speaking to them. And the Lord says, I want this to graduate from one level to another level. And the Lord said to, 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 to them, you are the ones that will carry this responsibility. You know, when I finished, I felt so fulfilled. That it is a graduation from one level to another level. Our God speaks to us very clear. Giving them clear picture of the next five years. What is it that they can do in their lives? And it made me to say, I'm going to make an, an invitation online here. And say, anyone that wants me to pray for and hear what God is saying for, that you must do for the next five years. And you need to send me your names, your surname on my email. I'm going to give you the email address when I finish. So that I can be able to speak to you. And the Lord said, some of these children, you will speak to them on the Sabbath. Immediately after the service of the Sabbath. Because God wants us to graduate from one level to another level. Thank you, Jesus Christ. If our God is so wonderful, he can speak to us like he spoke to Habakkuk. And say, write down the vision. Make it very clear. Listen to me. There is a collection point. God's wealth constantly searches for a people, organizations, individuals, or nations under God who will become a bond, a collections point to store up and use what he is about to provide. I declare and decree that you shall be a collection point in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You shall be a, collective, a collecting point. You shall be a collection point. You will be a point where people will bounce on you. You will loan from nobody, but you lend to many nations. In the book of Agai, chapter 2, verse 19. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. A very powerful word that the Lord has spoken. In the book of Agai, chapter 2, verse 19. Is there yet any seed left in the barn? Until now the vine and the fig tree, the pogam. The, 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 the pomegranate and the olive tree have not borne fruit. From this day on, I will bless you. Irrespective of what, you shall become a collection point. People will knock at your door because you've got something inside. And the Lord says, irrespective of the tree, pomegranate and the olive tree, that they haven't blossomed. But the Lord says, I will bless you. 
you are a collection point. Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Such provision is certainly not for personal aggressment, but for the furtherance of the gospel and making the good news heard in all corners. It is to be able to use it to establish the purpose of God. Sit the purpose of God in your life. Have the purpose of God around you. People will collect from you. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. What wealth, what wealth will God shift to you in these last days? Number one, the treasures. We are given various descriptions of these treasures coming to the body of Christ, coming to you as a child of God, coming to the body of Christ. The first treasure, it's called the treasures of darkness. It's written in the book of Isaiah 45, verse 3. If you don't know, where is it? It's written in the book of Isaiah 45, verse 3. I will give you the treasures of darkness. I will give you the treasures of darkness, riches, stored in secret places, so that you may know that I am the Lord God of Israel, who summons you by my name. Who summons you by name. Glory to Jesus Christ. The Lord knows your name right now. The Lord knows that you are Bungiwe. The Lord knows that you are Pem. The Lord knows that you are High Praise. The Lord knows that you are Mary. The Lord knows that you are Kitu. The Lord knows everyone's name. The Lord knows your name right now. He says, I am releasing to you the treasures. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He knows you. We must literally take the word darkness or hidden riches in the verse to be referred to that it is kept stored up until the days the eyes of the church is illuminated. It is kept and stored until the days that your eyes are able to see. There is a richness. There is a treasure. There are riches that are hidden for you. In your hand right now, you've got a key, Lydia, that you will be able to open to those treasures. I will give you the treasures of darkness, riches stored in secret places so that you may know that I am the Lord, your God of Israel, who summoned you by name. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18, the Bible says, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of the glorious inheritance in the saints so that glory to jesus christ so that she will know that what has been stored up for him draw such resources and use it for the purpose of which he established his greatness deuteronomy chapter the second one Remember the first one I said is the treasures of darkness that are going to be given to us. The treasures of darkness that are going to be given to us. John 15 verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you cannot do nothing. The second one is this. Sealed up treasures. There are treasures that are sealed. Sealed up treasures. There are treasures that are sealed. 
Have I not kept this in reserve and sealed it in my vaults? That's Deuteronomy 32 verse 34. Deuteronomy 32 verse 34. Sealed up in the realms of the spirit with the mark of the sovereign God are great treasures that are yet to be unleashed on the earth. 25 years of treasures that have been hidden for you. 30 years of treasures that have been hidden for you. 14 years of treasures that have been hidden for you. Four years of treasures that were supposed to be released to you. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You did not know the wealth that will come through information technology. And but one, when we think that we have seen the best, the last and the greatest God keeps permitting new treasures to be unleashed on the earth. 25 years ago, you did not know. Listen to me. There might be your monies that are held up, that are blocked right now. I speak to your hands. Those monies will be released. I speak to the key that you are having in your hands. Those monies will be released. There might be an estate that you have been praying for, that you have been saying, when is going to be released? Let me tell you something. It is released. This is sealed up in treasures. It will be released for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 8, God says, I know your deeds. Say, I've placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have the little strength, yet you have kept my word and not denied my name. Revelation chapter 3, verse 8. I speak Revelation chapter 12, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world. I mean, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The world loves those who are in conformity. But the Bible says, do not conform. Glory to Jesus Christ. Every finance of will, every money of will that has been held up, every money that's supposed to be released right now. Heavenly Father, open that wide door in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It shall not come by drips and drips, but let it all come out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It's in every single penny. It's in every single amount of it. Let it be released now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When the church did not believe him to open great doors, he gave people like Microsoft the windows. The Lord is opening up the windows of your eyes right now. I declare and decree sealed treasures are released upon your life right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Number three, treasures in the sand. I love this one. Anyone who watched films like Lawlessness of Arabai knew that the hidden under the sands of the Arabia lands was the black gold known as the crude oil. That treasure has since empowered and enriched people in the Mediterranean Peninsula. However, my conviction is that since this promise is to the church, there is still yet to be unleashed. Another treasure hidden in the sands waits the church to come into the fullness of its revelation. When I'm saying church, I mean you. Because right inside of you, there is an ark of heaven. There is an ark of God that is in you. And I'm saying right now, 
There is a treasure that is hidden in sense for you. There is a treasure that is hidden for you. That treasure, you will discover it. And that treasure, it's coming out. Number four, treasures of kings. I love this one. It's written in 2 Kings chapter 24, verse 13. 2 Kings chapter 24, verse 13. It says, As the Lord had declared, Nebuchadnezzar removed all the treasures from the temple of the Lord and from the royal palace and took away all the gold articles that Solomon, king of Israel, had made for the temple of the Lord. Listen, it was a practice in the Bible times and even up to the Roman Empire for kings to hide their treasures under the earth in the fear of another invading army. Second Kings chapter 24 verse 13 makes us understand that such treasures will one day be put in the hands of the body of Christ. The treasures taken out of the king's house, hidden under the sand in the various places are coming to you as a church. They are coming to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm trusting God for you today. I'm trusting God for you. Listen to me. Have that key on your hand. Don't let it go. Have that key on your hand. Don't let it go. Treasures in the field. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Treasures in the field. But ten of them said to Ishmael, don't kill us. We have wheat and barely oil and honey hidden in the field. So he let them alone and did not kill them with the others. The book of Jeremiah 41 verse 8. Jeremiah 41 verse 8. And in the course of this transfer, the day is coming when God will give the church ideas, breakthrough concepts in the field of agriculture that will feed the world that is living in hunger today. And that in itself will become a channel by, the, by which the gospel is being preached to the majority of the world that is still abstained and hardened away from the gospel. There are treasures that are hidden in the field which are yours. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Another treasures. Treasures of the East. In the book of Matthew chapter 2 verse 11. Book of Matthew chapter 2 verse 11 says, On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of mirror. Every myra that is, is, is hidden in the east, it's coming back to you. Every myra that is hidden by somebody is coming back to you. Every gold and everything that is hidden, it's coming back to you. The Bible says in the book of Genesis 21 verse 14, Genesis 21 verse 14, Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and set her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Bathsheba. My understanding of biblical prophecy and the law of reciting makes me believe that just as Abraham set Ishmael away in the east with blessings, the sons of Ishmael came back bearing gifts of the baby Jesus. That journey will still be repeated as treasures are brought from the east to the body of Christ to use for the proclamation of the gospel. They are treasures of the east. 
that are coming back. Let them locate you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says in Isaiah 55 verse 6, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. The Bible speaks about the hidden riches. The Bible speaks about the hidden riches. Isaiah talks of hidden riches of secret places. In Isaiah 45 verse 3, I will give you the treasures of darkness riches stored in the secret places so that you may know that I am God, the God of Israel, who summons you by name. Hidden because the time has not, has not come. The time is not time. The time has not come. Hidden because the church has not matured. Hidden because you did not see the opportunity. Hidden because we are not ready for the world transfer. Hidden because the church holds a theology that precludes her from appreciating, embracing, and using such wealth. We have been working with them. Theology that does not tell you that you must pray for the hidden treasures. And the Bible also speaks about unstewarded favor. Unstewarded favor. In the book of Psalms 102, verse 13 says, You will arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to show favor to him. The appointed time has come. Favor is God's way of fast tracking. Amen. From the back of the queue to the front. It is God giving you in one day a favor. What you could not get in, in one year of labor. It is the supernatural breakthrough that causes doors to open for you. Even the high places making laws, rules, regulations and statutes that were established to hinder people like you to be invoked and, and, and repealed or suspended because your season of blessing has come. It was favor that gave Joseph access to the house of the general Potiphar. It was the kind of favor that gave him the right to sit in the ruling cabinet of the Egyptian empire. Though he was a foreigner, uneducated, unschooled, ex-prisoner, ex-housekeeper, ex-shepherd, favor looks past your week. And in and it gets to you. Favor. Passed everything that he was sold by his brothers. He passed everything that he was sold to the Ishmaelites. Favor. Passed everything that Joseph was a general was, was a general worker in the house of Potiphar. Favor. Passed everything that he was a foreigner. He was uneducated, unschooled. Ex-prisoner, ex-housekeeper, I want to tell you, the favor is coming upon you right now. The Bible speaks about inheritances. The greatest motivation for taking out Israel of the land of slavery was God painting a picture of their inheritance, waiting for them while they slave away in Egypt. A picture of a land that flowed with milk and honey and, and a land where this, the stone was like iron. A land where they would have plenty and abundance was enough to make them ready to face the consequences possesses their position. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 32 verse 8, I will trust in you and teach you in the way you should go. And I will guide you with my eyes. I will entrust you 
and teach you in the way you should go and I will guide you with my eyes. The Lord wants to guide you today. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God's intention for Israel, just like the church, was they might be his body, nation, his picture for the world of what a relationship with God could be. God wants you to say, this is what the relationship that I have with my father. The book of Exodus chapter 15, verse 17. Exodus 15, verse 17, the Bible says, you will bring them in and plant them on the mountain of your inheritance. The place of Lord you made for your dwelling, the sanctuary, O Lord, your hands established. Numbers 26. Numbers 26, verse 53 to 54. The land is to be allotted to them as an inheritance based on the number of names. To a larger group, give a larger inheritance. And to a smaller group, a smaller one. Each is to receive its inheritance according to the number of those listed. Israel, though, had a part to play. They were to know that yet this wealth transfer shall not just be merry on the platter of gold without them taking their stand, believing and fighting for it. God gave them the responsibility to drive out the squatters. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. To drive out before you nations greater than, stronger than you, and to bring you into their land, to give it to you for the inheritance as it is today. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 38. There are certain things that you need to drive out of your position. There are certain things that you need to drive out of you. There are certain areas, there are certain things that you've got to say, I don't need this. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19 says, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the goodness of the land. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the goodness of the world. I declare that you shall eat the goodness of the land. I declare that you shall eat the goodness of the land. I declare that you shall eat the goodness of the land. And in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, the Bible says, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, the Bible says, And into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade, kept in heaven for you. Having an inheritance, though, does not mean you have possessed it, unless actually steps are taken. A different times in journey here, you know, in anywhere or here in South Africa, the newspaper will carry a person who lives in the life of a punk sleeping under bridges, wearing dirty clothes, while on the other hand, two, three hours drive from, from where he, he lives under the bridge, the same person was supposed to be an heir to the 3,000 acre place, an inheritance of millions of, of rents. So they were living in poverty, sometimes dying through drug overdose, while millions waited for them. There are millions that are waiting for you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Lord speaks about the stolen property restored. Stolen property restored. As you are holding the key today, you are opening up doors that the stolen property must be restored. The Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. As you are holding the key, if you are holding the key where you are, stolen property restored. Listen to me. Anyone that wants to be in a 
property business today, I want you to take a step of faith. I want you to take a step of faith. And I want you to be ready and prepare yourself. with it. If you want to be in a property business, glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. This has just came. This has just came as I'm reading the book of Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. If you want to be in a property business right now, if you want to be in a property business, and I want you to send me an email today. If you want to be in a property business, I want you to send me an email today. And I want you to tell me, I'm going to send my email when I finish here. I want you to tell me where is your property? How big is your property? And if you want to be in a property business, I want to start praying for your property. If you are able, if you've got the, 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 the pictures of the property, you send me the, the pictures. If you don't have the pictures, don't worry. Just send me the list of the property where it is. Because the Lord, stolen property restored. In Proverbs chapter 6, verse 32, 31, man do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his hunger when he is starving. Yet if he's caught, he must pay sevenfold, though it costs him all the wealth of his house. Listen to me. The Lord says, everyone that is stolen from you, he will pay sevenfold. There is a failure of the people of the church to occupy its proper place, possess her possession, and use such possession for the proclamation of the gospel. However, once the church wakes up, once she wakes up, it shall be to an inheritance that was stolen but must be restored sevenfold. Everything that has been stolen from you, it shall be restored in sevenfolds. Every property that has been stolen from you, it shall be restored sevenfolds. Every land that has been stolen from you, it shall be restored sevenfolds. The Bible speaks about the benefits. Benefits. Psalm 68 verse 19 describes God as one who wants to daily load the believer with blessings, even the benefits of salvation. This is a replicable. In the book of Psalms 103 verse 2 and Psalm 116 verse 12. Praise the Lord of God, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Psalm 102 verse 2. It is replicated in Psalm 116 verse 12. How can I repay the Lord for all his goodness to me? The Hebrew and the Greek word for, 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 for salvation both convey the concept that it is more than being saved from sin. It is, includes deliverance. It includes favor. It includes blessings. It includes benefits. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, right now. The majority of the church today celebrates one-legged salvation that only talks being saved from sin, but fails to refer to the fact that we were delivered from something to, and to be brought into a blessing. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 66, verse 12, as I'm about to finish, you let men ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, but you brought us to a place of abundance. You need to quote the scripture so many times. Mabongi, that says, praise the Lord, oh my soul, and forget all 
and forget not all his benefits. Because the Lord says, you were saved. You were brought from something to something. You were brought into the blessings. The last thing that I want to talk about is the divine ideas for wealth creation. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Divine ideas for wealth creation. I decree upon you right now that there is a divine idea that is entering your mind so that you can be able to create wealth. The church will need to fully awake up to the promise of Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, which says, He it is who gives you power to create wealth. You pray for that power to create wealth. This creative ability is where the greatest wealth transfer of the future lies. Somewhere between your two ears could lie the greatest concept, idea, or insight that will change the financial well-being of your family and your ability to impact the kingdom of God. Our world has become a world of creative domina domination. From the internet to the computer, from the iPod to the cell phone, these are all products of creative ideas. I pray that the Lord right now, He will bring wealth to you. Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you right now. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your greatness. We thank you that your spirit is with us. We thank you that, Lord, you have been with us at this time. We thank you that, Lord, in this morning, just prior to the midday, you raise us up. Jeremiah 29, verse 11, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. We decree and declare that, Lord, you know our future. You know everything about us. In Jesus' mighty name, glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I want you to send me your email at vjprayerministry at gmail.com. It's not a matter of just I love the emails to, uh, to receive emails. I just love to pray for you. I just love to pray that my God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Israel might change your life. I love to pray for you. Send me an email on vjprayerministry at gmail.com. I love to pray for you. I love to pray for your property. I love to pray. Whoever has a property, I want to pray for your property. Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Jeremiah 29, 11, I want to say it again. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Bless your Holy Spirit. We bless you, my Father. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. I believe we're going to meet again at 3 p.m. on the hour of prayer. <clears throat> the hour of raising up. The hour of raising up the crippled. We're going to pray at 3 p.m. tonight, today. We're going to raise up 
the 12 steps of raising a perpetuating wealth. We're going to be praying these 12 keys for a perpetuating wealth. At 3 p.m., we are raising up. This is the last day of the seven days. This is the last day of the seven days. And on this day, we are making a shout to Jehovah. Glory to God. Glory to the Lord. Glory. Glory to Jesus. As I close, I want to read the last scripture. It's my favorite. Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and you shall direct your path. Let me read it again. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and you shall direct your path. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to 6.